actually makes us the gatekeepers. Amen. That essentially makes us the gatekeepers. We, 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 we're looking at an individual level of gatekeeping. That is the gatekeeping of your life. Because the responsibility of, of, of gatekeeping begins with you. Uh, which eventually grows up to a level that is territorial. Uh, I have one more week to teach this and then we'll be done. Um, and then and then from that what will happen present life will continue. Amen. Presence night will continue. Uh <clears throat> and I will not be around for a couple of weeks. Not couple, a couple of weeks will be alive. Because couple means two. So we will be away for, for a good number of weeks. But but I I trust that you will gather here. We 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 will leave you in, in good hands. And uh, the one will be taught. Amen. 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 Uh, so yes, last week we we touched on on an individual level of gatekeeping, and we talked about gates, about how they are entry and exits, about how a gate is an access. Uh, and, uh, and, and if you were not here last week, please listen to the audio. The audio is up on my podcast. Uh, so on your favorite podcast. You can just search for Sipa Sipa and then you will find it there. I want to continue from where we where we left off, or rather not all, but just continue. And uh, and we'll still deal with an individual space, an individual level of gatekeeping. Or coming up, coming up to to that space of of gatekeeping and, and what entails what what it takes to be a gatekeeper what it takes to be a gatekeeper uh, one of the things that was most important that I feel like I should start off with is the issue of light watching light watching how many remember what light watching is How many do remember what light watching is? Let's begin with how many were not here last week? Put up, put up, put up, put up, put it up like this. You're not here last week? Were you here last week? Yes. How many have listened to the audio from last week? So you are here. What's up, Kuachopi, your class? You are here, you listen to the audio, like it's fine, it's okay. <laughs> so how many have listened to the audio? Okay. Alright. And uh, because of that, I will skip light watching and then just move on. That's fine with us? Senor. Senor. Uh, because we put these things up so that if you miss out, you go listen. So that I don't have to repeat myself over and over and over and over. Okay? 
So go find that audio, listen, and learn. And that goes for the people who are online too. Amen. So, so, uh, we talked about live watching and night watching and how, how difficult it is or how important it is to be, to be more, to be more vigilant while light watching. And light watching is, is a term or a phrase I have coined to explain what it means. That it, there's, there's literally nothing that explains that, but light watching and night watching. And we talked about it so that, so that you can be more vigilant. Uh, There's something that I want us to talk about today, and that is the sacrifice of faith. The sacrifice of faith. I have said this before, and I'll say it again, that uh, faith is easily done. It is easy to believe, rather we come to a place of faith more often when we are in lack. That is when it is easy to believe. That is when you will hear someone say, I am trusting in God to come through. I am waiting on God. I am, I am doing all these things. And faith is mostly activated during those times. But when there is no need, then it becomes difficult to faith. Because at that time, you realize that your faith is not in anything else but in your pocket and in your account and whatnot. Uh, a person who has no father has a better... It works two ways. A person who has no father can either not learn faith, the faith of a father, the faith that one has towards a father, so it, it becomes difficult for them to have faith in God as a father, one. Or it can be difficult for them to... It can be easy for them to have faith because they, will, they have no one else to depend on. So when it comes to provision and they have no father, they know the only person they can depend on is God. Alright? And, and for the people who, who, who do the universe thing, the universe, okay? I'm talking about faith and I'm talking about it holistically. So I need you to understand that faith is not just a principle that is for salvation. Faith happens every day. But faith is the key principle to salvation. Okay? So a person who has no father has the ability to have more faith in God than a person who has a father. A person who has a poor father has the ability to have more faith in God than a person who has a rich father. Are we together? Because we have associated faith with the provision of material things. We have associated faith with the provision of material things and because material things can be bought by money, then we do not know how to have faith when we have money. 
or when we have a person who takes care of us, we do not know how to have faith, especially in God, when there is someone to pay our bills. Because we have been taught to associate faith with the provision of material things. We kind of have not learned to see faith beyond where money does not come in. So that you will find most believers have such small faith. Most believers cannot carry he cannot carry miracle cannot carry out miracles, cannot do healings because their faith is just associated with the provision of material things. And in that space, then the faith is lacking. Are we together? There are sacrifices of faith. There are sacrifices of faith that when you learn the sacrifices of faith, they bring you to a space or bring you to a place where it becomes easy to get keep. Okay? Alright? So, faith How do I put this? Faith is is built, it is grown but faith comes at the expense, at the expense of something. You just don't come to the place of faith just like that. It comes at the expense of something. It comes at the expense of something. To some people, it can be a job. To some people, it can be an education. To some people, it can be a career. But faith comes at the expense of something. You have to... There has to be something that is cut out that represents... Faith in your life. I'm trying to, to come around this in my mind before I bring it out. There are two schools of thought when someone is growing up, okay? There's the school of thought where when you grow up, uh, stepping out brings faith. Like when you grow up to a certain age, you leave your father's house and, and, and go begin to fend for yourself and that brings faith, that brings maturity, brings a level of responsibility and whatnot. Okay? And, uh, and, uh, and uh, that is what, so most people, most cultures employ that to bring out, to bring up people. So, that can 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 that can be the place of sacrifice where your faith is be, begins to be built so you are at home you are comfortable but it comes to a point where you are pushed out and now you have no one else to provide for you and someone and and, and, and there's there's no cover and now you have to begin to believe and from there two things happen you either believe in god or begin to look for a job and believe in your job. 
The worst part is that most people believe in their what? Yes. So, a sacrifice has been made from a father, but the sacrifice comes up and now faith is in the job. And now you come to a level where now God brings you to a place of total, total, a total sacrifice of faith. And now the job is taken away and now you have no father, you have no job, but faith has to be built. It is at the expense of something. And from there, people grow into faith and people begin to see God coming through. Why? Because that which had been the beacon of hope has been eliminated. That which had been the object of their faith has been taken away. And now they have to begin to build their faith in something else. You see, Abraham, when Abraham is called, there is one specific line when Abraham is called, he is told to move out and go look for a city that has been built by no one and by, 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 by no man. And it says there, after Abraham heard the voice of God, it says, and Abraham believed. And Abraham believed. From that particular moment, walking in blindness, walking into a space where he has no control over, he puts his faith in the voice of a God he had never seen or never heard of, but that begins to build faith in him. That is his sacrifice of faith, and from there he becomes a gatekeeper. And all this time we are taught that we are children of Abraham by what? By faith. It is not just by faith, it is also through faith. You, 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 you understand English? What happened? When, when someone, what's the name of your father? Kanja. You were a child of Kanja by whom? You are a child of Kanja by who? By You are a child of Kanja. Kanja is your father. By who? What's the name of your father? You are a child of Bidi by who? What's the name of your mother? You are a child of Bithi by Janet. So when scripture says you are a child of Abraham by faith, it means that it is through Abraham that the seed was planted, but faith was the space and the womb where the seed was conceived. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes it's not revelation, it's just hidden in English. <laughs> you get it? So Abraham believes, and him believing, he becomes a gatekeeper of faith. That anyone who comes to faith through Christ comes by the seed, not of Christ, of Abraham. So he believes 
and he is given a promise and that promise becomes he who comes to die on the cross so that we can receive the seed of who? Okay, so Abraham is given a promise. The promise is not Isaac. You get what I'm saying? The promise is not Isaac. The promise is Christ. So that through the promise, he can... What is the promise? He becomes the father of many nations. His children become like the stars in the sky and the sun of the, of the sea. So the promise is fulfilled in Christ because it is only through Christ that the promise of Abraham is fulfilled because Christ becomes the epitome, the, the carrier of faith so that when you believe in him, you become a son of Abraham. So Abraham becomes the gatekeeper of faith because he believed. So for you to become a gatekeeper, there has to be a sacrifice of faith. No one is, is handed over a territory to watch over if they do not believe. Because this is the thing. You will always believe in something. You will always believe in something. There are no atheists by nature. They are just, they are just atheists by logic. But this is the thing. They believe in something. They believe that there is no They can try say, no, 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 it's not faith, it's facts. No, but they have come to a conviction. And convictions are only matters of faith. Because constantly the burden of proof is on them. So we are built to believe. So if you don't believe in God, you will believe in something. You will believe in something. And you will find that most gatekeepers, whether they are gatekeeping for the kingdom of God or gatekeeping for the kingdom of the enemy, they are very firm in the place of faith. Every gatekeeper is very firm in the place of faith. sacrifice of faith and every time provision comes to you and uh, there is an excess of provision in your life you have constantly to ask yourself who am I believing in every time you get an opportunity that pays you well you have constantly to ask yourself constantly ask yourself who am I believing in because it is very that the, the swift transition between believing in God and believing in the place where your provision comes from is very 
Ask yourself, how many of us, how many of us, give me, give me another one, please. How many, how many of us, how many of us will leave a job? They'll say, you know what, I cannot take this job because it does not allow me to be at my place of worship and serve God fully. How many? When bills are stacked up against you, how many of us? When you have prayed for God to provide a job, you have prayed for God to provide you with a place, a source of income, how many of us will get that job and say it's an answered prayer, but when they are given the terms and condition of the job and they see that it will inhibit them from serving God and serving the kingdom of God and serving in the house of God, how many will say, I can't take this job if, if, I, if I'm on duty on Sunday? How many? How many will, will consciously make that decision when that job is an answered prayer? And that's why I'm saying it is more, it is more important, it is more important to light watch than to night watch. It is more important for us to learn to light watch than to night watch. Because when you have prayed, you have prayed, you have prayed, when you have prayed, and, 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 and God has answered you, you have prayed, and God has answered you, but the answer is that that looks like the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. How many of us will be keen enough to? And that is where you have to learn. You have to constantly ask yourself, where is my faith anchored? Where is my faith anchored? And it is important for us to constantly keep our faith in God. Constantly. Constantly. And this is not a matter of when, when, when Kanja is earning 3 million Kenya shillings a month, okay? When she's earning 3 million Kenya shillings a month, this is not a matter of her believing God for, for to buy a car that is 70 million Kenya shillings instantly. This is not that. It is not an upgrade of the struggle. You, you understand what I'm saying? That today you're earning 30,000 shillings, but you're constantly believing God for, for, for 300,000 shillings. So when you are earning 3 million shillings, you will not believe God for 300,000 shillings. You will begin to believe God for 30 million shillings. It is, not a, it is not an upgrade of the struggle. It is when I can do all things through my bank account that strengthens me. I still remember that my faith is not anchored in my bank account, that I can wake up tomorrow and empty it out completely, totally. 
through giving. And go back home and tell my wife, you know what? Hey, 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 I know we have been saving and all our investments have been in, but Leo, when I was in traffic, hey, hey, God spoke to me and uh, and uh, I went to the bank and I transferred all the money. So 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 how will we complete uh, uh, the mortgage of, of the two the two buildings we are buying in town? Uh, God will come to you. You understand what I'm saying? It is a place of constant faith. To be a gatekeeper, you have to be in constant, constant faith. Because remember, we're not gatekeeping with, with, with weapons. I'm tempted to use this scripture for it's, it's the wrong scripture to use here. It says for our weapons are not canon. They're not pangas and machetes. Our, our gatekeeping is that of a spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm that we live in is governed by our faith in God. of a different gate keeper. How can you enter a church and when you're in that church, the preacher of that church preaches low? You are new, you are a visitor. You are a visitor. You ought to be a gatekeeper of grace that in the space you enter like this, they begin to preach things they have never heard of in that church. Even the person who is preaching doesn't know what happened to their notes. Why? Because a gatekeeper entered the space. There are men who are gatekeepers of mysteries and revelation. There are things you will always hear with them first. Before it becomes public knowledge. You will always hear it with them first. Always. 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 And now I understand. I understand why at some point in my life, I really don't know how to explain this to people when they send me sermons, because I will not listen to them. Not because I have pride, but because I have an instruction not to listen to anyone, unless I am instructed to, because I have the responsibility to bake bread for you 
and I cannot bake it from any other source other than me listening to God by myself and learning by myself so that the things I begin to speak here I was not on YouTube and then I begin to teach out of the providence of another minister why? and the diligence and the faithful let me tell you something I don't think you know how hard it is to keep up with yourself to keep up with yourself <laughs> I, I don't think you know how hard it is to 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 to, to be always relevant with what you preach and that can cause you to listen to a hundred people so that you gauge what is being preached so that you can preach. So on a daily and sometimes even when I stand here, certain things come out that I did not that I have never heard. Why? Because because I have We know people who let me not go there. So the sacrifice of faith, there has to be a sacrifice. There has to be a sacrifice. And and, and God continuous continuously guides men into the things, into the personal levels of sacrifice. God continuously guides men into the personal levels of sacrifice. In that your sacrifice cannot be the things you the things that you've anchored your faith in that for me it's not it's not anything. It it can't be a beacon of faith. So I God can't ask me to sacrifice that. Unapata. Uh, but for you it's a big thing. For you it's a big thing. There are people there are people I know who if you call up for a fast today, they are good. They 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 can kick it forty days. And then they finish three, two days when I get meeting in Guinea, fast in night one and, and they are good to go. Like they, they can fast and fast and fast. It's not a sacrifice for them. But kuna what wengine kama sisi. When you ukiona tumefunga, my friend, ujue bwana ametuzungumzia. But that becomes my sacrifice of faith. That I trust I can be okay for three days continuously without seeing food. I will not die, even though science says that you can. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. Another thing that I want us to look at. Let's go to Proverbs 4.
Thank you, Jesus. Before we go there, um, another way to look at the sacrifice of faith is It's not the aspect of losing anything, but it's the aspect of whatever it will cost you. Okay? There's the aspect of doing away with something. And then there's the aspect of me putting in something. Can I give you an example? You have saved, you have saved, you have saved, and, uh, and you have saved, you want to invest, and, uh, and you have saved, imefika pesa mzuri, imefika pesa mzuri, enye ineza fata kitu ya maana. Umesave, for a while. And then, God anakuambienda ununue gari. So, unasema nende nuwe karikadi, unambiwa, weno nuwe ile karienye, after umeshanu nuwa, itabidi you believe God for pesa ya insurance. Unatio kuna gari, unaheza insurance, like, bila sweat. And then, kuna magari ambayo, hata insurance, wanakuja wanakuambia, we don't insure these vehicles. Because, when, when it has damage, we cannot... We cannot come through for you. Us as an insurance company cannot come through for you. You understand what I'm saying? So you've infer, you've saved and, and, and your plan to, 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 to save, and, and I'm, I'm giving this very simple example uh, uh, just to make it easy for us. You, your, your plan when you're saving is to start uh, a hardware so that that... Two million can become after six months, after eight months, one year it can become two million, and after another eight months it becomes four. You, you see, now you're building wealth and you may own a capsule, and you may do a malpapta, chuma, you may do a malpapta, mabati, you may do a malpapta, simiti, you may do a pakazile, loriza, pikipiti, zile, zile zaku transport, sasa utapona supplier, wase pale, olkalao, unatua. You have it figured out. And as you are doing that, God tells you, take all that money, buy a car. And you go like, Nikinunua gari, nitasota. Kwa sababu gari, haita nirudishia nini? Pesa. Gari haita niletea faida. In fact, gari ita nieka asara zaidi. Kwa sababu sasa lazima nianze kutafuta pesa ya nini? Mafuta, pesa ya insurance, pesa ya kwenda garage. But God tells you, Go buy a car. And now, this is a sacrifice, not of losing anything, but a sacrifice of whatever it will cost. Like, because God has told me to go buy a car, I'd rather be broke but have that car because God has told me. Amen. 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 So, but this is my point. You are a leader of a group of people who don't have cars. And through you, 
God wants you to become a gatekeeper that the moment you sacrifice all for that car, everyone else begins to do what? To get a car. So you, unenda unanunua, unasota, and then unasikianga testimonies. You know, I was walking and then some, a person came to me, na kaniambia, hey, manze, this thing has been disturbing me, it has been disturbing me for a while, you see that car of mine? God told me to give it to you. And people begin to receive cars left, left right, and center. Where will you sacrifice? You sacrificed your investments. You sacrificed the school fees of your children. You sacrificed the progressive building of wealth. Why? Because God wanted you to become a gatekeeper at a certain place. And because you are a gatekeeper, when you get there, people begin to walk through those gates. But they will never understand. And most of the time, even the gatekeepers do not understand that it is them that open the doors for everyone to get cars. For everyone to buy houses. For everyone to get an education. Because there was a sacrifice. And this sacrifice was not one of losing stuff. It was one that costed them everything. They didn't have to, to say, you know what, I'll trust God even though I have money in the account. No, it was everything in their account. And it was not to give to a man of God. Because when you give it to a man of God, you expect a full measure pressed down, shaken together, giving his investment. It was go do A, B, C, D. It costed you everything because some people were waiting for you to get there so that you can open the doors. And this is the thing. In that moment, if you decide that no one will drive in your vicinity, no one drives because you've become what? The gatekeeper. So you decide who comes in and who goes out. And now, that individual level of discipline and sacrifice begins to bring you to a space where now God can entrust you with a territory. Amen. Sacrifice of faith. And in the sacrifice of faith, there are things called temptations of life. Temptations of life. That impede the process or the sacrifice, the, the, the person who's coming to the sacrifice of faith. <clears throat> Manze knowledge is very important. And everything that, everything, and uh, uh, I don't know if you've, you've noticed from, from the beginning of this year when we started Presence Night, the teachings that God is giving us are very practical towards our lives. They're, 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 they're spiritually oriented, but they're practical to bring us to a knowledge of an understanding. Why am, why am I here? Why is this thing happening to me? Why am I supposed to do A, B, C, D? Why is this spiritual principle being taught to me to sustain and elevate a physical level of life? How do I transact from the spirit to... Like when we were learning about seasons. We were learning about seasons so that we can become practical when we are literally in a season. 
and we can harness the season itself. And now we're learning about gatekeeping because there are, there are places that we are supposed to enter into. You will become, that's too low for you. You will become an executive secretary to a CEO. You know an executive secretary is not one who receives calls. You become an executive secretary to a CEO. Get into a company. And in that company, that company is owned by a family. Yani niyao, like niya family, grandfather, yao ndio chairman, buwanaya, the first daughter and your vice chairman, the first daughter and your treasurer or board, the, 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 the grandchild who has gotten a degree from uh, University of Edinburgh and your, your secretary, you know, but you are an executive chairman to a CEO who is not part of the family, just employed to run the thing, but you will be there and you can be able to fire the chairman. Like you can be able to do things that the family will sit down and say, you know what, Grandpa, we are tired of your leadership. And this is being done by a person who does not own a single shilling in that company, but you have entered into a space and you are a gatekeeper in that space. And no one, it doesn't matter whether they have 100% of the shares, they can do nothing without your authorization. When you go to other churches, these things are taught to people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, because it is assumed that us, us, we need to learn about relationships. And 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 how to to prosper in school. Like no one looks at us and sees gatekeepers. But God has looked at us and seen are people to give the responsibility. And this, this, this thing is not happening in 20 years when you are 40. And that's why I am very keen, I am very adamant on you wiping certain things from your life. Like, you cannot afford to be careless because of memes. Because it does not wait for you to become like this life that we have we have signed ourselves ourselves up for does not wait for us to be 40 so that we can begin to live it properly. Okay. So temptations of life. Temptations of life are simple. Let's go to Proverbs 4, 20, and then we'll go to temptations of life in the 15 minutes. attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, do not let them depart from your eyes, 
I don't know if you know. I, let me teach you to notice certain things, okay? It says, my son, give attention to my Okay? Incline your ear to what? To my sayings. Do not let them depart from your Do you see something weird? What is it? Come again. There's no wrong answer. He says, do not let them depart from your eyes. He does not say, do not let them depart from your He is telling you that words can be seen. Words can be seen. Words can be seen. A voice can be seen. Faith comes by hearing, by hearing the word of God, right? So when you hear the word of God, what happens to you? Faith comes. And when you behold what happens to you, you become. The, the scripture is trying to tell you that there is no difference between your ears and your eyes when it comes to the realm of the spirit. That, that there's no difference between your ears and your eyes. What you hear, you can see. And what you see, you can hear. There's a scripture in John that John says, I I saw the voice behind me. And then I, I, I saw the voice behind me and I, I had, no, 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 John does not say, oh, oh we say, we, say we, we see sounds and hear colors. Okay? So this is, this is, this is, this is to bring your attention to see. Do not, do not let your eyes depart. You know, you can hear, uh, this is nice, you can hear with your ears, but you can never search with your ears. You can hear words, but those words can be lost if they depart from your because it is the eyes that keeps. When you go to look for something, you don't go looking for. Alright? And that's why it becomes very difficult when your phone is off to find it. Because you cannot see it and now you have to employ other tactics.
So if you have kept the word of God, what happens when you enter into a hospital? Their flesh begins to receive health. Mm-hmm. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right <laughs> before you. That's interesting. Your eyelids look right before you. This is the thing. As a gatekeeper, apart from faith, there has to be a constant guarding of the heart. And the way, the way we guard our heart is by keeping the word of God. The code to opening gates is the word. The call to releasing the gates, to releasing the, the, the substances that are inside the gates that you're guarding is the word. Amen. Amen. I want to skip temptations of life and then go to temptation against faith. Temptation against faith. Have you ever trusted in God and then umengoja, umengoja na kukanda kupigia wasema sini wa kusaidie? Mkona mtumainia buwana lakini ikafika maali manze, kona manze uwezi riski 11 tawa maneno. Ndenu kanda kupigia watu simu wa come through. Uh, Alafu kitu moja ni important ina happening Awa coming through Na wasipo come through Pia isa idingine I come through And then life moves on And we don't learn the lesson And then repeat And repeat And repeat and repeat. So you trust God, you're trusting God that by Friday at a point of Africa Wednesday June. Sifa. From all over. And then you see putu manze. You text giving me a idea mimi. So and then text to mwingine na pia alikuwa anahitaji hiyo so and then friday na come na god had come through because yet god had come through scripture nasema a double minded man is unstable in all his ways so you in a 
there's a phrase that people uh, who have no faith use. It's called planning. Hey, man, they your friends in a in a kuanga. Ah, unajua tu lazima ujipange. Kuna imani lakini pia lazima ujipange. Now sometimes kuna ingine nye ni very spiritual ina kuanga right, but most of the time ina indicating lack of faith. Ni faith does not deny reality. It takes a very mature person to say that and still have faith. But most people would say that faith does not deny reality because they want to fix the reality and not allow faith to come through and fix the reality. The temptations of faith, the temptations against faith is that you are getting old. The temptations against faith come in forms of, uh, what are they called? These things people do at the beginning of the year. New Year resolutions. So in Africa, others still, who could do like, wah, wah, wah. And that will, ah, four months, four months, but the four months equal. But the biggest temptation against faith is the aspect of time. You see, faith does not have a deadline. Faith does not have a deadline. Mother faith is faith. Like it's just faith. Like it's just faith. It can happen now. It can happen tomorrow. Tomorrow is still now. It can happen after three weeks. It's still now. It can happen 30 years later. It's still now. It's still now. But time, man, they I'm getting old. God cannot entrust the kingdom of God cannot entrust a man with a particular territory if they have not sorted out the space of conquering the temptations that come against faith. There are territories to be handed over to you. Take so many territories, family, towns, cities, culture. One of the biggest territory that we must conquer for our generation is the territory of culture. We must be the ones to inform culture. We must be the ones to inform culture. There's a certain culture that is creeping in slowly and slowly and slowly. That people are comfortable to go to Aboretum to do Sijuni Zumba on a Sunday. Like, it's just a Sunday. You know? It's just, it's just a Sunday. A 
is just a Sunday. And that is a culture, it's a system of life. Let me tell you something. You can never influence culture if you have a problem with decent dressing. <laughs> never. If you are indecent in your dressing, you can never be trusted to influence a culture. It's simple. It's simple because you are subject to a specific culture. You are subject to a specific culture. I had this debate when, when my dress, my choice was a thing with some people. And that was one of the worst things I've ever had. That put together with do what makes you happy. small things, very, very small things, very small things that if you begin to have a problem with and you don't look through and see where it came from, then you are setting up yourself not to become, you are setting yourself up, you're setting yourself up not to become a gatekeeper. If you, know, if you do not know the importance of keeping your nakedness to yourself. Then you will never know, you will never know what it takes. You will never know what it takes. If you can... Because we are living in a generation where the culture of the generation is that of liberty. We are too liberal. We are too liberal. We are too liberal. And it takes the people who will give away their, their liberality or how society is liberating men. Give it away. It will, it will take men who will give away their liberalness so that they can become guardians of certain things. You cannot be comfortable with a gay man and a lesbian guy in the name of I see, see, we are just accepting them the way they are. You can't. You cannot. You cannot. It is important to be homophobic. Because you understand. I'll not even defend it. It is important. It is important. You cannot linger around that space. You cannot linger around it. There are certain aspects that are not 
scribbled in scripture, but there is a morality that, that salvation that our faith gives us that is contrary to the freedom of the culture that we are in. But this is the thing, when we keep these things, when we keep this word, when we keep this moral stature, we are being allowed, we are being given the opportunity to stand and govern. To stand and govern the culture that is around us. To influence the culture that is around us. for a rich boyfriend. Because the man has to do what? Provide. But then again, you're not the wife. You cannot be a lady who's fixated on coming into a ready-made life and become a gatekeeper in the area of marriage. On the other hand, you cannot be a man who's looking to be financially stable so that you can get married. You know, I can't get into a relationship. Relationships are expensive, so I have to find money so that I, I you can't. You can you can do it, you will be good, but you will never be a gatekeeper. You, you understand what I'm saying? Let's start. 
is a boldness that the word of God gives you that transcends the way you have been socialized into, a, into accepting certain things. There's a boldness that the word of God gives you. And that boldness is what makes you walk into those things. And not just walk into those things. Because there are people who will believe for marriage and just get married. But there are people who will believe for marriage. And their marriages will be gatekeepers. You understand what I'm saying? There, there, there are people who, 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 who will be custodians of joy in marriages. So that when their relationship is introduced, so today so and so visited us together with the wife and they stand up and they wave. It's just like that. Every marriage that did not have joy in that room begins to have joy. Why? Because they are custodians of joy in marriage. And that is because they understood what they got themselves into. And how they got themselves into it. And the sacrifices they made. What am I trying to tell you? It is not good enough to just become a pastor. It is not just good enough to be blessed. It is not just good enough to get a boyfriend or, or a husband and get married and say, Oh God, and that it is not just good enough. There are gets to be kept. To be kept. There are gets to be kept. There are gets to be kept. And those gets to be kept are not looking for anyone more special than you. They're just looking for people who have a discipline to constantly sacrifice for faith. Amen? Amen. Father, I thank you and I bless your name. I glorify your name. And I thank you for today. Thank you for your word. I thank you because continually we are growing. And our growth is not for tomorrow, it is for now. Again, Lord, I cover our families from death. I cover ourselves from death and any harm that is inflicted to the body in the name of Jesus Christ. And anyone who is associated by us, I cover them. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. And I decree that there will be a Passover in the name of Jesus Christ. We glorify your name and we exalt you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We can give